Draft Live presented by HelloFresh. We are live now. Austin Stanley, Zach Bingham and Buck rising, and Rondell Moore just off the board to the Arizona Cardinals, adding more speed to that offense. So we're here to react to it. The Titans are getting a lot closer as the Giants are on the clock with the 50th pick overall in this NFL draft. The Titans' second-round pick is at 53 overall. Uh, very excited about the second round and what we're doing tonight, just to set the table a little bit for you guys. We're live now for the second round pick. The Titans have two third round picks at 85 and 100 overall. So we will discuss the second round pick leading up to it and now give some analysis after the fact. We'll take a pause and we'll come back for the third round and knock out 85 and 100 uh, in the third round live video. So, uh, Zach, the people got something to do before we dive into the latest few picks in this draft before we see what the Titans do at 53. Yeah, the people can uh, they keep their jokes to themselves because I don't have a, a suit on, a substitute teacher suit on anymore. So, <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Uh, we had a great show this morning. We're going to have a great show right now, but we do get, need you guys to share the show. We're broadcasting live tonight on Twitch, on Twitter, on YouTube, and on Facebook. Make sure you retweet us into your Twitter followers timeline on Twitter. That would help us out. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. We will be going live two more times after this, right? Because Titans have three picks. Who knows if they're going to trade? Just keep keep it on lock. Live notifications on. What's going on Facebook? More people are going to be piling in here as we get closer and closer to the Tennessee Titans selecting their second-round pick. Is it going to be a wide receiver? If it is, then who? We're going to break it down. But Facebook, bottom left corner of your screen, share, share, now to public. Share around. Sharing is caring. And we're ready to get draft night number two. Mr. Rising, you can wipe that sleep out of your eyes, baby. We're grinding <laughs> all night long. Oh, indeed we are, as are all of the NFL teams. The draft order so far, you have seen people like Zach Bingham's Boy, Elijah Moore come off the board. You have seen Tevin Jenkins, the tackle, go to Chicago. The last five picks, Walker Little, uh, the offensive tackle of Stanford, going to the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Bengals selected another offensive tackle, Jackson Carmen. Asante Samuel Jr., who I really liked. I think they could do with another defensive back, certainly a safety in this draft. The Florida State corner is playing in Los Angeles for the Chargers. Aaron Banks, offensive guard, to the San Francisco 49ers, and Rondale Moore, my man crush in yeah. this draft, can do everything that Elijah Moore can. You've just seen a little less of him because of the injuries in college. He has gone to the Arizona Cardinals and the New York Giants. Currently, their pick is in. The pick is in at pick number 50. Before we give you guys the update on what the Giants do and what the Titans do right after at pick 53, it is Sports Live coverage of this NFL draft is presented by HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Have my enchiladas tonight, guys, for dinner. And I forgot to take a picture of them because I ate it so fast because they were that good. HelloFresh cuts out the stress of meal planning and the grocery trips with over 25 recipes every week. There's something for everyone to enjoy. Do this. Go to HelloFresh.com slash ATOZ12 and use code ATOZ12 for 12 free meals, including free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash ATOZ12 and use code ATOZ12 for 12 free meals, including shipping. Thanks again to HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit, for supplying us with our draft dinners. Uh, I've got a flatbread for uh, sometime over the weekend, too. So uh, good stuff from HelloFresh. Very great deal for you guys as well. So the pick is in for the Giants. 
Rondell Moore just went to Carolina or to Arizona, which I think stung everybody because everybody would have loved to see what Rondell Moore maybe could have been alongside AJ Brown and Derrick Henry in this Titans offense. Buck, the board has fallen real nicely. We talked some this morning. I'm sure you did on your show on the zone as well about should the Titans trade up? They don't have to because of how the board's fallen today. Oh, without question. And some very, very talented players unexpectedly still on the board for them. We'll see what the New York Giants end up doing. But at this point, players like Aziz Ojolari, Terrence Marshall, uh, Terrence Marshall, Jeremiah Owosu, Koromora, the inside linebacker from Notre Dame, Ronnie Perkins, the edge rusher from Oklahoma, Nico Collins, Dwayne Eskridge. The board is exceptional for the Titans right now. I mean, if you want to talk about slot receivers, Anthony Schwartz from Auburn is still there. You have big-bodied receivers like Tylen Wallace from o Oklahoma State that fit very well in your off offense, home run hitters. Uh, you have you have the ability to add, and it seems Aziz Ojolari is going to the New York Giants, so yep. that has come off the board. Unfortunate, but still some options available for the Titans. Uh, there, it, I, I hate to – we don't know how these guys are, are going to pan out. So it's it's seems silly to say they're in pretty good shape, but for all of the positions of need that the Titans have, there are still plenty of talented players left at each position and each pod, as John Robinson and his scouting staff will have these guys potted out through the se second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh rounds. At this point, they're sitting in a good spot and plenty of wide receivers left to take. It's not that big a deal just because you haven't heard you haven't heard some of these names mentioned in a while that's been less sexy through the draft process, but so many wide receivers uh, that you have the ability to help make your offense better. All right, I'm going to throw a wrench in here, okay? We've talked about outside linebackers and pass rushers. I value that for the Titans. They obviously went corner in the first round. We talked about wide receivers. Rondell Moore off of the board. Elijah Moore off of the board. Terrence Morsler Jr. still on the board. But do you think in any way that the Titans – could go tight end here with uh, their second round pick. I mean, they they could. They have a kind of the pick of the litter, which is surprising here in the second round of where they are. Instead of going wide receiver because those guys are off the board and maybe find value in the third with their two round uh, their two third round picks. Do you think you go with Firemuth out of out of Penn State? You still have on, on the board Hunter Long, Austin, your boy from Boston College and that connection with Vrabel. What do we think there? Well, I just want to get one of my picks right because uh, so far uh, I have whiffed. I've met, whiffed on Bateman, whiffed on Eric Stokes, and now whiffed on Rondell Moore. So I, I'm one I, for one if anybody cares. Who'd you, who'd you hit? <laughs> well, Caleb Farley. You had Caleb Farley? Yeah. Oh. So the streak continues with the A to Z uh, nailing a pick every year. So we're good, right? So the pressure's off my shoulders. Because Elijah Moore went earlier tonight, so that's back to back, Buck. I know, Buck. Buck's it's like you're an insider. It's like you know the team or know people inside the organization. It's kind of I mean, weird. you know, whis whispers, whispers all around me. Now I'm just on a cold streak as uh, Washington takes Sam Cosby, the tackle out of Texas. So, uh, you know, the tackle's probably not an option that the Titans are going to go to uh, here in at 53. But now they're just one pick away as Carolina is now on the clock about what the Titans should do. So tight end, Zach, I say no. Wait on tight end. You still can wait. If Pat Fryermuth has lasted this long, then you can maybe get 
Hunter Long at 100 or maybe move around deeper in the third round and you go get a game-changing wide receiver right here to replace Corey Davis. What's up? Now, quick, quickly, Zach, if I can interrupt you, Carolina is trading up. They are trading to number 52 in round two. They're jumping ahead of the Titans, and I'm curious for who at uh, this the wide point. receiver. Well, well, the Browns just traded ahead, so Carolina trades it to the Browns. Oh, excuse me. For, I, I, I mixed that up. That's yeah. correct. The Browns are trading ahead, not the Panthers. But the Panthers the, have so traded the Browns the are Browns. probably not going to take a wide receiver here. I mean, they have Odell Beckham Jr. and Jarvis Landry. I mean, Odell Beckham Jr. has been talked about as a trade candidate. He's been talk about, talked about as a cap casualty. I'm not saying that that's happening this year, but these guys plan three years in advance, assuming that the Browns have a competent GM now, which it appears that they do. I would not be surprised to see them at a wide receiver. Is it, is it uh, J-O-K, right? Because J-O-K. The because the Titans kind of have a subtle need at inside linebacker. And the thing with J-O-K is what position is he? Uh, he doesn't necessarily fit in a single scheme. He was he weighed light at like 215 pounds. Uh, you know, how does his skill set translate to the NFL by being positionless? It takes a, a a very creative defensive mind to understand what to use him and how to use him, which you would think Mike Vrabel could do that, but who knows? But uh, but maybe the Browns come up and get JOK, who is that makes the most sense to me. Is Cleveland coming up because he's he is the best available player now that Ojalari's off off the board I think that's probably what the Browns are going to do I don't know Macho Man Randy Savage may have something else to do these where do they get these guys I mean literally out of the crowd what do you mean well the Titans have a Macho Man Randy Savage he just you know maybe doesn't dress as well as this guy does the Titans have a chili pepper too yeah there's a they have a pineapple well I don't know is the pineapple guy still around I haven't seen him since Mariota left he's still around Okay. He broke it out one day. He tried to change fruit, didn't he? That's, and then went back. It's unfortunate. <laughs> so I that, look, stay in your lane. Big board. He's got to be JOK. This makes the most sense. The, the the Browns don't need a wide receiver. This sets up nicely for for the Titans to take Terrace Marshall Jr. in the second round and get value of a big, tall wide receiver that has. I mean, look, he's got proven ability. I, I know there's some question marks with injury, but that that's a that's replacing Corey Davis. So, Buck, I'll ask you this question because I'm curious your thoughts on it. As the Titans are officially on the clock, the pick is in for the Browns. So the Titans are on the clock with the 53rd overall pick in the second round. We'll we'll find out uh, shortly who the Browns take at 52, but. When it well, comes we do to- know now it is officially Jeremiah Owosu Koromoa. Okay, so that's who the Browns go with. J-O-K. Yes. All right, so, but my question was going to be to you, if it's Marshall Jr. or Diami Brown out of North Carolina, which of those two wideouts do you think best fits for what the Titans want to do offensively? I mean, I Terrence Marshall is a is a talented player. I think that they have a similar type of player in Josh Reynolds, who they've just paid, it's a one-year deal, and he's in here, uh, and he's in here basically to try and prove himself before everybody can go about trying to get paid again. So Diami Brown makes a lot more sense to me in terms of a deep threat, a home run hitter. You have two physical outside wide receivers now, again with Josh Reynolds, two physical big-bodied wide receivers, Josh Reynolds and AJ Brown on the outside. You need somebody who can play on the outside but can also contribute. In the slot, I think that player to me is Diami Brown. Or do you get the speedster with Tutu Atwell? 
He's well, too small. Man. I know like, he's wanna... too small, but somebody's going to draft him. He's, he's I, still going to be too small. I, I don't care. Like, the guy weighs 149. Like, 149. I said it, this. The... It's who the who are the Titans trying to replace? Corey are they Davis. trying to replace Corey Davis, or are they trying to replace Adam Humphreys? Corey Davis. Anthony Ferkser replaces Adam Humphreys because that's what Ferkser did last year when Humphreys was out the concussion for a while. Well, we'll find out with this pick what the Titans are actually going to do. That's an opinion by Austin Stanley. Well, of they, course, you asked my opinion. They also they also have, in I think their mind, as Buck just touched on it, they kind of helped replace Corey Davis with Josh Reynolds. Like yeah. You don't just go out and sign that free agent for the hell of it, for him to ride the bench. And Josh Reynolds, after his tweet this week, he sees the 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 yapping, right? So I I, I don't know. This is going to be very telling. The Titans need a wide receiver. This is when you take them based on the board. I, I think I think you're going to see you're going to see the run begin after JOK run pick back up after JOK because it's been some time since teams have dived uh, dove in for a wide receiver. At this point, we could trade back, says Rashid. I mean, you could, but yeah. I, I think at this point, here's here's my thing, though. The tight end situation becomes more complicated because after Fryermuth, after Brevin Jordan from Miami, everything falls off a cliff. It's it's not quite as paper thin as the interior defensive line class is, but you're going to see a substantial downgrade if you miss out on either of those two players. Now, there is a tight end from Boston College who Mike Vrabel will be intimately familiar with, yep. given that his son played there. His uh, the, the strength coach, the former strength coach of Boston College, is now the Titans strength coach. Mike will have a uh, as good of inside intel on him as anyone, and, and he and could last. But at this point, the other two make too much uh, sense. Also, Joseph Asai from Texas, the outside linebacker. Yeah, so I, on Hunter Long, the tight end from Boston College you were talking about, he also led the all of power five college football and catches and, and yards and targets from tight ends, not yards, but catches and targets of tight ends. And, you know, we all know what John Robinson likes. He likes productivity in college and it's hard to find that of tight ends and Hunter long could be a good glue piece uh, there. So J -O -K. I would not be surprised if this is a tight end. I, no, I, there's no way. There's I think no it way should. No, no, I think it should be Terrence Marshall jr. I think that is the ideal pick that makes the most sense, but I'm sitting here telling you right now, if they pick Hunter Long, I'm not going to be shocked. There's there they wouldn't pick Hunter Long here. The uh, Titans. No, 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 no. What do I? I don't think Zach's wrong on that at all for all of the reasons that I just listed. Well, I don't the Titans think pick is in. Well, so they're moving we fast. At least shout yeah. out J Rob. <laughs> I know, right? Like I love the fact, and maybe they're moving so fast because they're taking. Die. All right, let's just go last. It's our last chance. Let's go around the room. You guys comment wherever you're watching, whether it's Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, whatever you're watching on. Who is the pick? Don't tip picks. It's just a guess. Who do you think will be the pick right here at 53? Zach, I'll give it to you. Marshall Jr. makes the most sense. Best wide receiver on the board. You get value in the second round. That's who you take. That is who replaces Corey Davis. I would. I think that's a great pick if it if in fact happens. Uh, just reckless speculation at this point. I think Brevin Jordan, the tight end from Miami, or I, th I think they like Anthony Schwartz, the slot receiver out of Auburn. If you're talking about speed, he's got it. There you go. Hedging your bet. That was smart, Buck. Taught you well. Uh, <laughs> I, I hope it is Diami Brown. That's who I hope it is. Well, so we are, uh, I got, we both get two guys. If Buck gets two guys, I got Hunter Long and Marshall Jr. Okay. Austin, who's your second guy? Marshall. 
He just spit it out there quickly. Wide receiver. Wide receiver. <laughs> Give me a damn wide receiver. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, goodness. The pick is in. Pick I'm not watching in. the chat. Don't ruin this. I, the, the chat in my screen is off. I'm going straight organic Goodell, straight from the microphone. If it is Goodell, who knows if he'll pass it off to this it's fan. Be Kevin, it should be Kevin, Dr. Kevin Dyson, right? Yeah, Kevin Dyson is supposed to make the selection tonight. Michael Griffin was going to, but apparently had a schedule conflict. <laughs> took the wrong angle. Yeah, yeah took the wrong angle. Uh, Buckethead said he had a double move put on him. Oh, I, you know, we will all react live on this together, but the pick is officially out there. Yeah, the pick is officially out on social media. Zach is hiding his eyes. Uh, from yeah, I, look, I, I'm an organic man, right? I got that green thumb. I'm not gonna. I'm not spitting down. Twitter chemicals down my throat. I'm sitting here. I'm going to watch this. I'm going to watch the principal tell me exactly who this Look, pick Dr. is. Dr. Dyson uh, shaved the beard, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look shaved at, a couple it, of years off. I mean, when, when you get a promotion like that, you got to clean up a bit, I guess. So here's the pick from Dr. Kevin Dyson. <laughs> the suspense is killing. Nobody knows who the hell this guy is, right? That the, the Titans just drafted a tackle from North Dakota State, Dylan Radons, and everybody is going to lose their mind because nobody knows who this guy is. Now he might be good, but again, he's six five three zero one. He played at North Dakota State. He was blocking for Trey Lance for one game, and so uh, the Titans ignore all the wide receivers on the board and tried to draft their right tackle of the future with Dylan Radons out of North Dakota State. Uh, who wants you know who to you can first? blame? Who's that? Isaiah freaking Wilson for this pick. This is the reason why they drafted him in this slot is they had to amend the mistake that they made last year because they have to protect their quarterback. I understand it. I get it. It's a justification, but it's because of that dumb panda that they're in They're in this position in the second round having to use a pick. This is a – they're basically having to turn in a pick in the second round to replace and look towards the future because you have to protect bookends. What have we seen? In the NFL, the pass rush always gets better. With good teams, you have to protect your quarterback because it's a series killer called sacks. This is Isaiah Wilson's fault. So I hope he's somewhere shirtless with that big panda pendant, smoking whatever he's smoking, laughing, because that's the reason why they drafted this guy. And, I mean, listen, it uh, it, 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 it is also, right? They screwed up the pick. Isaiah Wilson screwed up. They still have a need at right tackle. And if you're talking about uh, – if you're talking about – essentially protecting Ryan Tannehill. This is the player that does make a lot of sense. I understand it's ideal. I also understand that there are so many damn wide receivers left. Like, I'm not that tore up about this. I understand that the chat is going crazy. Zach yes. has it off so he can't see the just absolute bile that's being spewed in there right now. But you talk about a player in Dylan Radins of North Dakota State that if you look at the write-up on Dane Brugler's draft, uh, draft guide, the biggest, the baddest, it's called – the beast and the biggest strength for Dylan Radens of North Dakota State is that he stays light on his feet to cover up speed off the edge. His pass sets are the best thing about him. Whereas with Isaiah Wilson, they had a much different player. Right? He could. He was a mauler. He was a run blocker at right tackle. This is a much more dynamic player. He's a little lighter than Isaiah Wilson was. 
But this is somebody, I mean, substantially lighter than Isaiah Wilson was. If you're looking at the body type of him, he looks more like Taylor Lewan than the Panda. But at this point, uh, he he's he's a little over-eager when you watch him on film. And as, as Austin pointed out, there's not a ton of North Dakota State film out there from, uh, or at least recently, given that their season was moved to the spring. But he does have, he get he gets a little over-eager. Balance can be an issue at this point. That is not an ideal situation for an offensive tackle, but it doesn't mean that he can't learn because the best thing that Keith Carter did last year was get a bunch of dudes that probably shouldn't be ready to play, ready right. to play. It's okay. I think I it's, it's a need. It needed to be addressed. I'm a little surprised that they didn't go tight end because there are other tackles in this class as well, but that doesn't mean that it's a bad pick, even though, you know, people hate it. <laughs> Sam, Sam says stupid pick. Steve yeah. says, thanks Buck for the good old college try to make it feel good. I mean, what can I do? No. So, so uh, Josh asked what round grade was on him. So if you still have the Brugler analysis <laughs> up in front of you, what, where, where area ballpark range is Brugler have him going? No, he's a he's a second or third rounder according to Dylan uh, to Dane Brugler. Uh, Dylan Radens is a is the ninth best tackle in this class. But and this is just off tape analysis, right? The thing that Dane does not do is account for the personality, basically. Right, which is a problem for offensive tackles in Tennessee, or at least the le- the the latest one taken. So um, he is he is he is within the range that it makes sense based on one of the better draft analysts, even though draft analysts can also get it wrong. Um, at this point, it is a solid pick at a position of need. All right, so I want to get your guys' comments because I'm, I'm going to try to go through all of the uh, non-R-rated comments. Well, let's make it easy on okay. them, and let's ask a question. Yeah. One word to describe the Titans' second-round pick, Dil- Dylan Radens. Let's do that. That's going to make it easy on on the chat, and I'm actually very curious about this this singular word. That's one of the reasons, you know, I have the Joker mentality tonight after that pick. So <laughs> let's do one word, one word to describe the Titans' second round pick. Get in the chat and pick your word. Only one word. Try to not use hyphens. I know we sometimes do, but one word, and let's see how the chat sets a flame. This yeah. right tackle. I don't know if Derek's playing the word one word game, but he just says Julio. Uh, solid is it's a word. Like, it is a word, and now that the chat just jumped on me, so I got surprise, lame, uh, who, no, Dion says necessary, more Julios no. <laughs> needed, ho hum, just puke emoji, perplexing, uh, Julio again, toss up for Mark Harris, uh, dull, sad, uh. Let's see, <laughs> abysmal, Lonzo, uh, good effort there. Julio, classic, Panda, J-Robbed. J-Robbed, yeah, I'm getting a lot of J-Robbed in my mentions right now. Pathetic, uh, unbelievable, confusing, hubris, acceptable, boo. There's, I mean, there's a lot of words here, Zach, and the majority of them are negative. Mine is underwhelming. It's just underwhelming. Deflating Jake Hennig. Underwhelming doesn't mean bad. Underwhelming That's what I'm saying. Like, you were just underwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's because well, we're sitting here thinking about edge rusher and wide receivers and all these different guys they have on the board and how beautifully the board's falling for them. And they underwhelm us all by drafting a, a tackle who's played one game in the last 500 days uh, out of North Dakota State at a lower level of football. It that's just, the hard pill to swallow. Yeah. Well, and much more so given that the the local guy, if you want to call him that, Deo Dangbo, the outside, uh, the outside, or if you want to call him the edge player 
um, of Vanderbilt, who has dealt with injuries, but he just went 54th to the Indianapolis Colts. Wow, no kidding? Yes, yeah, which, that just which means – That's Quiddy Pay and him, the, the Colts. Good Lord. Well, that's the crazy thing about Dale is he tore his Achilles like two months ago. Yeah, no, it's – Go ahead, Austin. No, the, the fact that he tore his Achilles and is probably not going to not going to play this year, and he went fifty fourth overall. My goodness, what was he was? I mean, that screams first round pick. If he had an Achilles intact, I mean he he has he has been talked about, and you want to talk about guys whose draft stock rises and falls? It really doesn't mean anything for people outside of these war rooms because of course all of these players are potted up but he is somebody who is considered to be hugely talented the Achilles is a setback without question and you don't you do not know how that's going to affect his athleticism it's not as routine as ACL tears are in the NFL but he is considered to be a, an incredibly talented defensive lineman in an incredibly thin defensive line class so at this point I would expect that the Indianapolis Colts are not going to bring back Justin Houston because their first two picks or defensive ends. All right, I, 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 here's my word. My word is makeup. It's a makeup pick from last year. I've already discussed why. Isn't I that think. hyphenated? Well, is it, what kind of you talking about makeup? No, yeah, I'm gonna just go with makeup, right? <laughs> yeah, like, and I'm gonna like go with the deep, the deeper analogy of makeup, foundation, eyeshadow, whatever you want to say. That type of makeup because they are covering up the blemish or the pimple, the panda pimple from last year that popped right in their face and pus is dripping down their franchise. Oh, God, you didn't have to go that way. Well, hey, hey, Panda did it. I didn't do it. So uh, here's the next thing, and I I think we need to discuss this, but what is your word, though? Uh, My word is solid. It's not sexy. It's not overwhelming. I'm not underwhelmed by it because they uh, they do need a player at that position. By the way, Pat Fryermuth has just gone to the Pittsburgh Steelers we're also in need of a tight end as they try and keep Ben Roethlisberger from aging. Yeah. Um, but it is it is a solid pick. It is a solid player. It is a solid position. And it's unfortunate that they're having to do this all over again, given what last year set them back. Nothing right. nothing sexy about it, but essential. I want to take this, and I've, I've watched the chat. I read the chat. I yes. listen. Except mm-hmm. for when the tides on the clock, you don't. One of the, yeah, except for that. Except for spoilers. A lot of people said Julio Jones. Do you think that could be a possibility if they don't draft a wide receiver in the third round? They have to draft a wide receiver in the third round, Julio or not. I thought they had to draft a wide receiver in the first and the second, and no, they didn't I don't, come close. No, I don't think they did have to draft a wide receiver in the first or the second. I still, I think they can still end up with two quality wide receivers, and they do have two third-round picks, so it would not shock me if they went wide receiver, wide receiver, honestly. Um, but no, I, Julio Jones, listen, they their financials are going to get complicated because right now when you consider top 51, which is all that the all the, the salary cap is measured against right now, they're about $4 million under. When roster cutdown day happens, if all of these things remain the same, wh- whenever training camp ends, their top 53 contracts will have them $6 million over. They're going to have to do something financially between now and roster cutdown day to alleviate more cap space. You're talking about an additional $20 million that they would have to free up to get Julio Jones. Julio Jones is out of the question for this team, yeah. even though they may have called and inquired. I, I agree. Uh, there's no way they can pull that off. Even with the cap expanding, I, they could, if they do make the trade for Julio, they could restructure to help out with that, but it's still uh, a lot of money you're taking on. And this team needs to get 
cheaper, like in, in so many different ways. And then they need to go draft a pass catcher, a wide receiver, and tight end in the third no, round. Zach, they need in the walking into this draft, the Titans needed two wide receivers and, and one tight end. They needed three pass catchers in this draft. And a and pass just, rusher. And a pass rusher. And they haven't drafted any of them. Right. And they've got uh what seven picks left. And you know, John Robinson always said he wanted more in the top 100. And he, man, oh, I just, this here's Casey K Robbie XC says on Periscope. Why I'll throw it up there. Why sign Kendall lamb? Then they also brought back Sam Brelo. We have starters in good depth. What the hell are you talking about? Kendall lamb is not a good player. Kendall lamb caught a touchdown pass against the Tennessee Titans when he played for the Cleveland Browns. He is not a good tackle. He's I, I a think swing tackle that you have on a two-year deal that's probably going to be a one. Uh, Ty Sambrello, it was he was very, very comfortable because he got to play again on the left side. He has not done that in quite some time. You are going to be moving him back to the right where he might be more uncomfortable. You don't have starters. You don't have good depth. You have a bunch of dudes, and David Questenberry is a nice story, but he's not a good football player. You need better. Uh, you needed better. You've just tried to upgrade. I think I think the the reason why people looked at Kendall Lamb and, and thought they had something was because of the contract and what it looked that way it was like two years for seven and a half million dollars. Yeah. People saw that and thought that looked like a Dennis Kelly replacement, a patch starter, right? And then Sam Brilo was re-signed, who did a fair job last year in a really difficult spot before he went down. But you still had a question mark and you needed four tackles. Like you need four tackles. Look at, look what happened last year. Lawan goes down. Then his guy goes down. Isaiah Wilson never showed up and you were playing with David Questenberry and Dennis Kelly. And so you've got to have better tackle depth. So ha drafting a tackle in the top 100 made a lot of sense. Drafting a tackle 53rd overall is not what I was expecting, especially the guy they got Radens from North Dakota state. That is what shocked me. If they would have drafted Tevin Jenkins at 22 or Sam Cosme at 22, I think we'd all be like, okay, we get it. Isaiah Wilson made him do it. But now they draft this guy that nobody's heard out of who's played in one game out of North Dakota State, and people are flipping their lids. I mean, it's – it's listen, people are going to be pissed about this. It's it's fine. Like, you're, you're allowed to be – by the way, we're not mad at you. I'm not mad at you if you're upset about the pick. You're it's allowed okay to be, be upset. Mad. You can be mad at him. You're allowed to be upset. Uh, right? you know, I'm no, not I'm mad not. at the pick. I'm mad at at the previous uh, of why right. they had to. This uh, is a domino effect, and that's coloring everything around this. So people are allowed to be upset. You're allowed to be. You're allowed to be frustrated by this because this shouldn't be a position that you need to be addressing. But it is a position that you need to address. The mistakes are done. You have to move on from last year, and you have to look at Dylan Radens and not think anymore about Isaiah Wilson. It's over. It's done now. He will always have this specter looming over his shoulder as he tries to compete for right tackle. But at this point, Kendall Lamb is a depth player. He is not a starter. What they needed is a starter, and they think that they might have found one. So I think my overall struggle, and this is not just unique to the Titans, it's to every team, is that because of COVID, I feel like it is so much more difficult to analyze these players whether you're talking about Caleb Farley's two back procedures or you're talking about a guy who played one freaking game. Yeah. Well, like, and, and how, what's the, like, it's hard to justify, but that they have to, right? Like they can't, they can't run away from the draft. They have to kind of dive into the draft 
And that's exactly what it seems like the Titans have done with very little, let's just face it, knowledge on these players because it's not their fault, but there's not a lot of knowledge on them. Right. Damon brings up zero sacks allowed on 332 passing snaps. I mean, that's great, but he's also playing in the lower level of college football. So when you're 6'5", 300 pounds, and you're an NFL prospect, you're going to have more success just based on your competition. And 332 snaps, it's not a lot. (laughs) It's not a lot of snaps if you're trying to flaunt that stat out there. I mean, it's good that you didn't give up any sacks, but it's still not a lot of sample size for this guy playing against lesser competition. I mean, I look at this a lot like, as Josh Dietrich brings up on Facebook Live, nobody knew Nate Davis. People did know Nate Davis. Nate Davis was regarded as one of the better guard prospects in this draft. And now, I mean, he did start his rookie year and has become a very good starter for your offensive line at this point. Your Your offensive line, by the way, is probably not done being addressed because the players are older. You're talking about Taylor Lewan, who's about to be 30, Roger Saffold, who's in his 30s, Ben Jones in his 30s. You are going to need help. Uh, you are going to need help across this offensive line. I don't know if he has the versatility to play inside. They do need a tackle, and this satisfies that. Uh, it's it's just it's just the people are going to be bothered by, by it. By the way you described him, Buck, from what Dave Brueger wrote up about uh, about Radens is I don't think it's he doesn't sound like a dude who slides in at guard. Uh, or anything like that, because you said what no. light on his feet struggles with balance. Uh, yes, I'll, I'll I'll read the description for you. And by the way, the athletic is well worth your subscription. So I don't mean yep. to you know sabotage this what this man does for a living, given that he makes a living off of this behind a paywall. But uh, what they have Tough for stuff. Week- yeah, it's bucks <laughs> over free. here reading his bucks over here reading his Twitter mentions. Yeah, it's fair. <laughs> but well, no, it's a fair criticism. But anyway, <laughs> uh, over over eager blocker with concerning balance issues. Over overextends himself and spends too much time on the ground. Lean framed blocker and needs to continue to add mass and bulk. Lacks ideal arm length, leading to belly to belly blocks. Needs to improve his hand timing to keep rushers off his frame. Anchor strength. Is average at best. He is a he is a tackle. He is not a guard. Yeah, belly to belly contact is just a strange way to frame things, but we all understand what it means. Unless you're I, Quinn Miners, who likes to have his belly out. I will say, I will say this to wrap up that maybe offensive line conversation as we uh, the conference call and the press conference coming up here in a, in a minute or so. Uh, I did hear from a birdie inside uh, the the Titans facility that. Ben Jones was very happy about Caleb Farley. Really liked that pick. So I that Ben Ben Jones. I think what that told to me is Big Jones, a leader within the locker room. That's good positive energy within the uh, within the complex about a questionable guy. That's good. If if you have guys supporting and rally around even with the question marks, I think that's a positive note. Uh, and that's how I wanted to end this particular broadcast. Yeah, no doubt. A to Z Sports Live coverage of the NFL Draft is brought to you by HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Go to HelloFresh.com slash ATOZ12 and use code ATOZ12 for 12 free meals, including shipping. It's easy as going to HelloFresh.com slash ATOZ12 and using that code ATOZ12 for 12 free meals, including shipping. Buck Rising is about to jump on the Zoom call with the second round draft pick of the Tennessee Titans. And we all, all three of us will be back here in a little bit to discuss pick 85 in the third round. So we'll see you guys shortly. Uh, and don't forget, stay following us on all the social medias. 
for Twitter updates, especially on this Zoom call. So we'll see you guys soon later on tonight. Thanks.